Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about a chlorine wash versus an acid wash. Go over the differences of a chlorine wash and why you may want to do a chlorine wash instead of an acid wash or why you would want to do a chlorine wash prior to an acid wash. I'll go over this in detail for you here so that you'll have a better idea of what a chlorine wash actually is. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open 7 days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. And as in doing an acid wash, one of the things you have to know about a chlorine wash is that you can only do the chlorine wash on a Pebble Tech or Gunite plaster pool. You can't really drain a vinyl pool nor a fiberglass pool and do a chlorine wash on that. There's a different process if you have these kind of issues with a fiberglass pool. Let's say you have black algae. There's ways you can kind of treat it effectively without draining it down because that could cause damage. And of course, chlorine washing the fiberglass could also damage the surface. So we don't normally do a chlorine wash on a fiberglass pool. But for a standard plaster type pool or pebble tech pool, the chlorine wash is perfectly acceptable. So the first thing you're going to do is assess if the pool actually needs a chlorine wash and if that's even a possibility, draining the pool down to do the chlorine wash. I think one of the main reasons for the chlorine wash is if there's like a lot of black algae on the pool, and I'm talking a ton of it, and you just want to get rid of it. And this is especially true for a commercial pool where you can drain it, do the chlorine wash, fill it up again, and have it up and running within a couple of days. Versus doing any kind of topical black algae treatment, which may not be approved by the health department. It may require the pool to be closed for a week or more till the chlorine level drops to an acceptable level. So draining a commercial pool to do a chlorine wash is something that's very common. Residential pools also, if you're going to do an acid wash, and you notice the pool has a lot of algae, green algae, yellow algae, black algae, the best way to get rid of that algae before the acid wash, because the acid wash is not going to remove that, is to do a chlorine wash. So a chlorine wash is a lot like an acid wash where you're going to pour the chlorine and water mixture around the perimeter of the pool starting at the coping or tile line going down and you want to do this evenly around the whole pool and you can start at any end of the pool but I prefer starting maybe at the deep end on one side and working clockwise around the pool that we don't miss any areas getting the steps and so forth. And so it's very similar to an acid wash. Instead of using an acid mixture with water, using a chlorine mixture with water. And you should see the algae and the black algae kind of bleeding and dying right off as the chlorine goes over it. So it's actually a pretty cool process. And the pool should become really sparkling. If it's a white plaster pool, it should really brighten up that white plaster really good. So that's the chlorine wash, basically. It's just like the acid wash, but with chlorine instead of the acid. Usually a 50-50 mixture is fair. If you go too high on the chlorine, and here's a a big caution for you on the chlorine wash, you may or you may not be aware that the pH of the liquid chlorine is pretty high. 
And if you have the liquid chlorine in the pure form, let's say it's not quite pure, I should go back a little bit, but if you have a strong enough liquid chlorine, let's say 12.5%, and you don't dilute it with water, and you pour it directly onto the surface of the pool, yes, you're going to effectively eliminate the algae there. But one thing you have to know is that if the air temperature is above 90 degrees, let's say, or you know, in the high, you know, mid-90s, high 90s, 100 degrees, and you put that pure chlorine onto the surface, it's going to dry pretty much immediately, or part of it's going to dry immediately onto the surface. And I mentioned the high pH for one reason, because what's going to happen is that is going to turn into caustic soda. This is the same ingredient they put in Drano to clean the drains with, and it's kind of the same ingredients that a lot of sequestering agents they use for pool startups use. So the caustic soda has a very high pH, and it'll have kind of like the opposite effect you're thinking of with an acid wash. So what happens if you do a chlorine wash and it's really hot out there and some of the chlorine dries onto the surface, when you fill that pool up again, what's going to happen is that this caustic soda is going to come out and what you're going to notice is that the pool is going to be cloudy, of course. And if you take the filter part to clean it, you're going to find that it turns the DE grids into like statues, basically. It's going to coat it so badly that you can't actually clean it off. You're going to have to get new grids in there. It's going to make a mess of the pool. So if you're going to do a chlorine wash, just be forewarned that if it's really warm out there, 90 degrees or hotter, you're going to use, if you're using anything more than a 50-50 mix or even probably a little less, you want to definitely add more water in that case. If you're using straight liquid chlorine on the surface, the chances are that that could turn into that caustic soda effect and cause that kind of hardening onto the plaster, causing the pool to be cloudy. And of course, making the filter uncleanable, you have to get new filter elements. In that case, you have a cartridge or D filter. So just be aware of that side effect with liquid chlorine in hot weather as it dries on the plaster. So back to the mix of chlorine to water. You're going to have to kind of play with it depending on how it's taking care of the algae. Usually a 50-50 mix will work really effectively. It may be too much in some cases. You can go lighter, maybe one part chlorine, three parts water. Or something like that. So kind of play with the you know the chlorine to water mixture. See how it's killing the algae. Usually the black algae will be killed pretty immediately, especially when you drain the pool and pour liquid chlorine on it. That'll take care of the black algae. Sometimes you have to sand it down. Sometimes you have to power wash the black algae heads off of there. Um, on occasion, this happened once at a commercial pool. We had to power sand the black algae off of there. It was on there so good. But usually, the, again, the liquid chlorine will kill most of the algae without going to that extreme of having to power sand it or to use a pressure washer, which is not a bad idea to use a pressure washer to get the black algae heads off. And the other kind of algae will be killed pretty much immediately by the liquid chlorine water mixture. So any kind of yellow algae or green algae on there will come off. It'll leave the pool looking really good and give it a nice, uh, fresh look, basically, and the stains that are there that left that are left over are usually metal stains, and that's where the acid wash will come in if necessary. So in a lot of cases, all you need to do to the pool is a chlorine wash to get it looking really good again. But if it does have metal staining or maybe some other kind of discolorations in the plaster, the acid wash will take care of that because the acid wash actually takes a layer of the plaster off the surface. Now for a Pebble Tech pool, I find the chlorine wash to be highly effective because the way the pebbles are, there's all kinds of cracks and crevices that the algae likes to stick to. And there's some pretty aggressive algae in Pebble Tech pools 
So the chlorine wash is extremely effective in a pebble tech pool. I think more so than a plaster pool. So if you have a pebble tech pool that you're fighting algae, maybe you have some black algae or aggressive green algae, a chlorine wash will take that right off the surface of the of the pool, no problem. So when would you suggest a chlorine wash to a client? Well, if you get to the pool and you can assess the plaster, and you, you would do the same assessment as with an acid wash, make sure the plaster has no chips or cracks. Now, it may be hard to assess this if the pool is green, we can't see the bottom. So I recommend doing a little bit of a clearing up of the algae in the first place to make sure that you can see the bottom. But if you notice it has a, a lot of black algae or it has some really aggressive algae that's not coming off when you treat it, then it's time maybe to drain that pool anyway and do a chlorine wash on it. You also want to do a chlorine wash when you're doing an acid wash. In most cases, if the pool has algae in it, the acid is not going to take that off. So you want to do a chlorine wash first. Now, one caution, if you're going to do an acid wash after the chlorine wash, I like to kind of stagger it. And usually I'll do the chlorine wash the same day I drain it. And then the next day I will do the acid wash just so that there's no chlorine residue there. And you want to rinse the surface really well and drain all the chlorine out of that pool. So you want to make sure that you thoroughly hose off the sides of the pool everywhere, the basin, and pump all that water out so that there's zero chlorine still left on the surface. Because if you don't do that, if you do a chlorine wash prior to the acid wash and you do the acid wash right after it, and there's still chlorine residue everywhere, once you pour the acid onto the surface and it starts going down into the basin, you're going to get kind of like this mustard gas effect. Kind of like if you ever took a bucket of trichlor, took the lid off and there was water in there, you're going to get that blast of acid and chlorine together. Not a good combination. And so make sure that you rinse that pool as thoroughly as possible. And that basin is drained out and has just fresh water with no chlorine in there. And that's kind of why I like to do the chlorine wash earlier. Let the pool, rinse the pool really well, let it dry, and then do the acid wash after. That way I know for sure there's not going to be a mixture of acid and chlorine. And that's a big mistake you can make. So make sure no chlorine residue is left on that pool if you're going to do an acid wash right after it. And again, I mentioned in some cases after you do the chlorine wash, you may not need to do the acid wash. Now, how do you know? Well, you're going to have to get some experience from looking at pools. And as you look at different pools, drain them and treat them, you'll know which pools are going to respond really well, which is the chlorine wash versus having to do it the acid wash. Because I mentioned the acid wash does take a layer of the plaster off. And so if you can get away with just doing the chlorine wash without doing the acid wash, that's something that you can do. I know when I did the acid wash podcast, I cautioned about draining the pool and here's a big caution for you. If you're going to do a chlorine wash and the pool is green or has a lot of algae in it, you definitely don't want to drain this pool directly into the gutter outside the house or into the street because if the city were to come by, they're going to give you a pretty big fine for draining a green pool. And I know that most cities on the West Coast will cite you for draining a green pool into the street. So you don't want to do that. Now, you can do a couple things. You can drain it into the sewer line in the backyard you can find you know, somewhere where it's not going to go into the outside of the street. And be very cautious of putting in any kind of drain because sometimes those drains go directly into the street and you may think it's going into the sewer, but it's actually going into the gutter outside down the street. A neighbor's going to call the city. Hey, there's a lot of water coming out of this person's house. They come over and they cite you. Now, there's a little trick you can do. You can drain the pool on the weekend. Usually the city's not working on the weekend in most cases. You can drain it. In fact, in my area, the city doesn't even work on Friday, so you can do it on a Friday. And you can drain it at nighttime. That's another thing that I recommend you do just to avoid any kind of problems. But more importantly, you don't want to drain it into the street. So try to find the drain, the sewer drain, 
in the house. And I mentioned you can find it usually by the kitchen. Sometimes it's in the garage. You can find, you can even use the washing machine waistline if you need to, if it's in a garage area. I wouldn't do that if it was in a laundry room in the house. But find some way to drain that pool without it being obvious that you're draining a green pool into the street. And the same caution here when you drain a pool for a chlorine wash. You don't want to drain the pool if the water te- if the water temperature, there's no water in there. If the air temperature is 90 degrees or hotter, you don't want to drain that pool because that can cause chipping and cracking of the surface as the surface is hit by the sun. And especially if it's an older pool, maybe 15 years old or older, if you have a drain for a long time, this is going to cause some problems with maybe the plaster chipping and cracking. When you refill it, you know, it may come off and cracks and chips. So definitely don't drain a pool for chlorine wash in really hot weather, which is kind of hard to do in the summertime, especially when they call you all the time for a green pool drain and, you know, it's 100 degrees out. You have to wait kind of until it gets a little bit cooler before you drain that pool. If you work fast, you know, you drain that pool, get back there within the hour that it drained, do the chlorine wash and start filling it, you may be okay, but you usually can't work at that speed in most cases. So you definitely want to try to do it. I mean, draining it at nighttime when it's like 80 at night and then doing it early in the morning before it gets too hot and filling it up in the morning. I think you're okay there if you do it like that. But you definitely don't want to drain a pool, like let's say on a Thursday, wait till Friday afternoon, get back there when it's 100 degrees and do the chlorine wash, I should say. That's going to cause some problems where... It could cause some of the things I mentioned about the cracking and chipping of the plaster. You know, maybe you won't notice it after the first week or two, but you'll notice it kind of chipping and cracking because you kind of let the integrity of that plaster um, go by being letting it sit empty in that really hot weather. And the same caution goes when you look at the pool and there's cracks and chips on the steps or there's maybe some chips of the plaster in there. You don't want to drain that pool and give it a chlorine wash because then you're going to have maybe more plaster chipping off that pool. Even if you don't acid wash it, you could still have that effect by draining it and having the sun hit it, especially if it's that compromised. So you want to assess the surface of the pool, and that's why you kind of want to turn the water a little bit so you can kind of see the bottom before you drain it and do a chlorine wash. But the chlorine wash, again, is a really effective way to treat a pool with a lot of black algae or aggressive algae that's not coming out by any kind of topical chemicals you put in there. Or in situations like a commercial pool setting where you really can't use like the Hasa Algeban and raise the chlorine up to 30 parts per million and leave the pool closed down for a week. It's not possible in a lot of cases. And so the chlorine wash is definitely an effective tool to have in your arsenal. Great for black algae treatment. Now sometimes you're going to have to, you know, sand the black algae or power wash it off. And that's really when it's really aggressive. And sometimes if the pool has been sitting there for months and there's some calcium that has built up over the surface, and this is very prevalent in Pebble Tech pools, sometimes that algae won't come off without maybe power sanding it or pressure washing it really well to kind of loosen up that calcium to get to the algae. So I would say that offering a chlorine wash service to your clients is a great way to clear up a pool that has a lot of aggressive algae. You're going to actually put fresh water in there to start over again. And so in some cases where you're struggling to keep that pool clean, And, you know, week after week, you're putting in a lot of chlorine, you're battling algae, and the TDS level, total dissolved solids, is really high, or the cyanuric acid level is off the charts, or the pool hasn't been drained in maybe 8 or 10 years. So it wouldn't be a bad idea to suggest to the client that it's time to drain the pool, give it a nice chlorine wash to kill the algae, fill it up with fresh water, and start over again. 
not necessarily needing an acid wash in a lot of cases. Just the chlorine, draining the pool, doing the chlorine wash. We'll turn it around and it's going to look pretty new again. And of course, you're going to have fresh water so you can start from ground zero and really take care of that pool to prevent algae from happening. As long as you get to the bottom of why the algae was there. In most cases, there's a lot of different reasons, but mainly it's not being, it wasn't being cared for properly and things got out of hand and the chemistry is totally out of balance. And so the algae is just a side effect, a byproduct of how the pool was treated or taken care of. And the chlorine wash is something that you can recommend and it'll turn it around pretty quickly. And in most cases, the client is going to think you're a hero or a genius because the pool looks so great after just something as simple as doing a chlorine wash to it. Now, if you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded, and the one prior to this, I gave you some acid wash tips and do's and don'ts. That one, I think, would come in handy to listen to because a lot of times when you do the chlorine wash, you're going to have to do an acid wash in conjunction with that. So the prior podcast, you can find it by going to my website, swimmingforlearning.com, and on the banner, click on the podcast icon. That'll take you to a drop-down menu, and you'll see that podcast listed right there at the top. And you can listen to the acid wash tips one first or after this one. Or if you listen to that one already, this one I think will come in handy as a kind of part two to the acid wash tips and do's and don'ts. And if you want to enhance your business, definitely consider my coaching program. I have information on my website, or you can go to poolguycoaching.com to learn more about that. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick. If you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.